This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Freestyle Friday, and I'm Glenda Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for January 15th, episode 2599. This episode is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. Well, good morning to all our Canadian listeners. We have quite a few of them up there in Ontario. And I got good news for you guys. The Ontario Ministry of Agriculture, Food, and Rural Affairs just uh, gave $3 million to continue funding support for at-risk equestrian facilities. So they have approved $3 million to support riding schools, trail riding facilities, therapeutic riding centers that have been impacted by the pandemic. There are, get this, this is just Ontario. Uh, there are 6,328 equine businesses in Ontario. with, uh, And it's projected that 2,200 of them were at high risk due to finances, supplies, and inability to qualify for existing government relief programs. So good for you guys. Uh, definitely apply. Get, get it if you can. So it's estimated to affect uh, 11,000 employed equines in that area. And we have a lot of listeners up in Ontario. So you guys are getting a little help coming your that way. Could be, that could be pretty good money. Yeah. I mean, you know, come on. Yep. So uh, uh, good for you guys. I'm glad. Now, on today's show, we have our Equiderma guest of the week is Karen Rolf, who's from down here in Ocala, and she runs Dressage Naturally. We're going to talk to her. Plus, we have one of our auditors on, Emily Bentz. She became an entrepreneur and uh, a creator and an inventor and inventor and all that stuff. So we're going to talk to her about how she did that and why she did that and the road to starting a brand new business from nothing. So we're going to do that and also some really bad ads today. But first, Daily Winnie Time. I have several auditor birthdays today, so happy birthday to Amanda Haas, Liz Toby, Wanda Manley, and Alex Sherman. Happy birthday to all of you. My daily winnie goes out to the fact that, oh my God, thank God I got a horse, Glenn. The gray horse that I adopted from Horse and Hound because there's a new internet horse auction online. And oh my God, there's some pretty ponies in it. So I am so glad that I'm not in the market for another horse. But if you are, internet horse auctions, who would buy a horse from an auction? That would be crazy. That'd be nuts. Um, That'd be, that'd be crazy. But, um, Wendy, last time I was, uh, she co-hosted with me, we were going through the, the auctions and there's a horse that I need to send to her because it's perfect for her. It's exactly what she was looking for. So I'm going to send her the link. To I didn't that know she one. was looking. Uh, she's not, oh, okay. no, you're never looking, but if one finds you, 
then there's that. Um, yeah, most of her horses are seniors now. I think all of her horses are seniors now. I don't know so if she has any youngsters anymore. Clearly, she needs some more <laughs> horses. But also, if you're looking for a horse, I did get one in training yesterday. Oh, my gosh. It come, came from Horse and Hound. He's a now-coming-four-year-old uh, thoroughbred. Oh, my God. Go look at this horse's trot. Holy moly. Flyover Farm. Jamie Jennings, Flyover Farm. Certified Monty Roberts instructor is the Facebook page. And whoo, y'all want something fancy. $1,000 adoption fee on those boys. Oh, my God. He's amazing. Well, there you go. And he'll be trained up shortly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I figure I'll keep him in training until the 24th. And I'll return him because I got to go, you know, get my shoulder oh, yeah, worked on right. on the yeah. 25th. So I was like, I'll keep him until I can't keep him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So she's like, that's fine. You know, no problem. So that's where he is. And, and he loaded up nicely and I unloaded him and oh my God, he trotted around my arena forever, like showing off just super fancy, really nice. So anyway, there you go. That's him. I think his name's our country, our country, our country. Well, that's a cool name. Uh, so I have a kind of an update here on the Land Rover Kentucky three-day event. I started reading a little more in detail, and actually Horse and Hound put out an article that had more details. So, uh, you know, last year they canceled the event, and what they did is they offered everybody who had bought tickets already to roll their tickets over to this year or get a refund. Well, um, when looking at this year, they're looking at, well, they, they're talking to the state of Kentucky and to the horse park and all of that. And then currently, U.S. Equestrian has mandated there's no spectators at any equine sports. So that would have to change before April for, for this to happen. So, And the Commonwealth of Kentucky right now is permitting 50% attendance. But as we know, numbers are skyrocketing everywhere. Uh, so I don't know what's going to happen. They don't know what's going to happen. They said right now, if there was 50% attendance, it would be about what they get for dressage anyway, because the stadium's never full for dressage. On Thursday, there's 10 people watching. Um, now, on uh, for cross-country, you know, distancing would necessarily be a problem because it's pretty wide open. Uh, then the problem they would have would be show jumping. They would have to limit it to like 50%. And they said what they'd probably do is just have areas around where they would have the jumbotrons and where you could sit and watch where you weren't in the stadium, which kind of is what we always did anyway. Um, <clears throat> so they could do it at 50%, they said, uh, and still get away with it and still have the money to do it. The problem they have is that so many people postponed last year and did roll their tickets over that if they end up having to cancel this year, they actually came out and said they would have to offer refunds to those people and they don't have the money to offer the refunds. They don't have enough money to actually offer the refunds for this year, so they'd be in serious trouble. So yeah. if they end up having to cancel this year, it's going to be serious trouble. They, now, they said they probably could find ways to get through. They would have to look for either borrow the money or look for donors or whatever, or hope that some of the people who uh, you know are due refunds would just say, uh, just keep it. Um, so, you know, it's going to be a bad place if they actually end up having to cancel this year. So I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. They don't know. They have to decide. They've been talking to U.S. Equestrian every week. Uh, they have to decide by February 1st because of all the contracts they have to sign. I mean, just the tents alone, that 
the number of tent rentals they have to do for that place, you know, all of those things have to be signed for ahead of time. So they have to really make a decision by February 1st whether they're going to go ahead or not. And Wow. Uh, yeah, it could. I mean, it could end up being canceled again this year. It could be, who knows? I mean, U.S. Equestrian would have to change a rule. The problem with that is if they change the rule for that, then they must change the rule for all shows, right? So that allowing mm-hmm. spectators at all shows. Uh, and with the numbers skyrocketing, I saw Oklahoma and Florida, two of the areas, article I read yesterday, picked out the two states we live in as as having record numbers right now. Um, So I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? Uh, And they did say here, you know, we're not predicting anything. The the guy who runs the event said we're not predicting anything because everything can change now. So Mm -hmm. uh, they're just praying they could do it. By the way, if you're into politics and into the U.S. equestrian political situation, their annual meeting commences this afternoon. And continues through the 17th. Uh, all sessions are available for live viewing via Zoom and also on the USEF network. So you normally would have to go to the events to see, you know, all the meetings and everything going on. Now it's online, so you can watch it right on Zoom or via USEF network, and that's going on. So if you're truly bored and want something to do over the next three days, there you go. Have fun with that. Uh, and... We're going to get to our first guest right after this word from Kentucky Performance Products. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. Commercial feeds are fortified with nutrients such as proteins, vitamins, and minerals. They are made up of a variety of ingredients that provide a particular amount of energy. Most feeds have been designed to address the needs of a certain type of horse. It is important to understand that all feeds are formulated by nutritionists to be fed in specific amounts. When the correct amount of feed is provided, the horse consumes the appropriate amount of energy and nutrients. The feeding directions included on the feed bag or the feed tag are specific to the particular feed and should be followed. When you feed less than the recommended amount of feed, your horse is not getting the full complement of nutrients that he or she may need. On the other hand, too much of a good thing can also be bad. The overfeeding of concentrates can lead to grain overload and oversupplementation, and feed should never be cut or mixed with other fortified feeds or plain grains because this changes the nutrient profile and can cause imbalances in energy, protein, vitamins, and minerals. If you need to include additional supplements in your horse's diet, choose products that are formulated to complement, not compete with fortified feeds. If you feed a plain grain such as oats, additional fortification may be necessary. Kentucky Performance Products supplements are specifically designed to complement, not compete with the modern concentrates used by today's horse owners. Each supplement is manufactured to exacting standards in certified facilities using stringent quality control guidelines. So choose Kentucky Performance Product Supplements because the horse that matters to you matters to them. Learn more about Kentucky Performance Product Supplements at kppusa.com. That's kppusa.com. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com.
Well, coming up uh, with our first guest today is our Equiderma guest of the week. We have Karen Rolfon, who's down my way here in Ocala, Florida. Hi, Karen. Hi, it's great to be here. So, Karen, you do something called dressage naturally. Tell us what that is. Well, it's a result of my experience as a dressage trainer and then also uh, my study of natural horsemanship or partnership-based training. So it really helps people create stronger partnerships with their horse, but also healthy biomechanics. And I really focus on doing it in a way that both the horse and rider can enjoy the process of learning it. What do you mean by healthy biomechanics? Yeah, well, there's a lot of um, injury and things that can happen when you ride the horse based on how you're riding them or if they're crooked, right? So if you're always going around crooked, one leg's going to be taking more stress than another, or if their backs are tight and tense, then it, it, they're not as supple and there's no shock absorption. So, you know, the front legs usually take the brunt of that. So it's posture training, really. So we know that if we stand in a healthy, aligned way, there's less wear and tear on our joints and our body in general. So that's what I try to do with the horses. And um, I do it in a way that the horses really kind of participate in this. And the idea is that it should feel good to move in a healthy way. So We do a lot of uh, listening to the horse and giving the horse options, and together we explore and find the place that works the best for that horse. And how do you do that? Do you do it through seminars? Do you do it through one-on-one coaching? How is it done? All all of the above. So um, I I do some training. Uh, I have a lot of online programs. So I have a video classroom, and there's like hundreds of videos, and I put new ones up every month, and that's really inexpensive. I have a book and a DVD that's in English and it's also been translated into German and Polish. And I have some um, step-by-step highly supported courses where we walk students through this process and we actually have live calls with coaches every week and we do video coaching. Uh, So I do everything from live clinics and working one-on-one with people to reaching people all over the world uh, through my programs. That's very cool. Now, I also noticed that you have something coming up I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, too, and that is you have a a professionals program that's coming up in February, right? Yeah, I do. And this has sort of been a little sidestep, but, uh, you know, I'm really interested in making sure the world is a happy place for horses. And one of the pieces in that puzzle is to make sure that the horse trainers out there are happy and thriving and not running themselves ragged, burned out, and cranky. (laughs) As people who love what they do can do. We tend to do it so much that, you know, we exhaust ourselves. Uh, So, you know, I've through the years transformed my own business and leveraged it so that uh, I really have sort of my dream life in horses. And I had to work really hard and go outside the industry to find information on how to do that. So, this is me giving back. So I have a two-day seminar where I help other professionals in the horse business learn how to um, create more income, leverage their time, own their unique value, attract the exact clients that they love to teach the most. And we roll up our sleeves and dive into that. So this is really meant as the business side of, of, uh, of running a horse business. Yeah, it's the business side of the horse business, which I never imagined I would do because I'm not a business person. I'm a horse person like every other horse person. Uh, but the thing is, it's necessary because otherwise I was working an hour to get paid an hour and there's only so many hours in the day and so much you can charge. And it's like, oh, 
That's it. It's true. And it's one of the things that every business owner, no matter whether they have a boarding stable or, you know, uh, training business or whatever, hours are still, time is still your biggest enemy. It always will be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I really help people realize the unique value that they bring and then realize that there's so many ways to deliver that value besides a one on one, you know, 45 minute or hour private lesson. So we get really creative and the emphasis is on always delivering more value to the customer while leveraging your own time and making sure you're matching what you do with your exact ideal client, the client that makes you want to jump out of bed every day and go, you know, you can't wait to go teach them. Uh, So that's what we do. And the aim is to create a fulfilling, sustainable and profitable life that trainers can really love in the business. And if the trainers are happy, the horses are happy and the students are happy and then there's the cycle. <laughs> what do you think is the one thing, the biggest mistake that business owners, uh, you know, especially, uh, let's say they're full-time running their business, their barn or whatever, what's the biggest mistake they make business-wise? Yeah, I think that the biggest mistake is thinking that you're trading money for time and you're not trading money for time. You're trading money for value and results. And so once you realize that, then you, that can help you break free of the, you know, I'm, you're not getting paid to do something for 45 minutes. You're getting paid to deliver a result. And that, and if you start to realize that, you can get creative and go, how many other ways can I deliver that result? And how can I do that to more than one person at a time? Or can it be in written form or video form or group form or, <laughs> you know, so that's where it gets really fun because the people that I mentor all end up doing something a little different depending on what they love to do. So there's no right answer. It's whatever you love to spend your time doing. How can we maximize that? So you're not doing everything yourself and burnt out at the end of the day. And, you know, seeing, I you know, looking at your, your calendar and your textbook and going, that's it. I thought that was a burned yeah. out was a requirement for horse people. No matter what you were doing, it's just <laughs> feedback no, all the time. And, and this is, yeah, this is the hard thing because when you love what you do, you love what you do, so you do it and you do it and you do it and you it is possible to love something to death. I mean, in 2003, I was ready to quit horses and that was a horrible feeling and then I realized I moved to Florida and kind of started over and I went, wait, it's not horses that I want to quit. It's not even the horse business that I want to quit. It's how I'm doing the horse business. So when I just started from the bottom and said, all right, here's the here's the list of everything I'm not going to do anymore. And I looked at that list and went, Oh no, that's everything. That's the only way to make that's everything I'm doing. So then I just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, uh, I didn't want to board. I didn't want to train other people's horses. I didn't, I'm like, Oh, um, so it just forced me to be a little creative. And now, you know, I'm running an international business. I've got my own horses on my own property and I spend my time 99% of the time. I'm doing exactly what I want to do. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> so this this uh, seminar is the two-day live virtual event, February 16th and 17th. How can people get tickets? Yep. Yeah, you can go to my website, which is dressagenaturally.net. And then on that page, if you add a slash professionals, you'll get to the page um, where I talk about the live event and other things that I do for professionals. So dressagenaturally.net is the main website, slash professionals. We'll get you to the information about that. 
And you can also find a link to that at the bottom of my website. And we'll put a link in our show notes as well. So if if, uh, you can just open your player and click on it, it'll take you right to it. Before we go, I wanted to ask you a little, because you are the Equiderma Guest of the Week. Uh, I assume you use Equiderma products. Are some some your favorites? Well, it's a really hard question to pick favorites because I'll just list them all. But (laughs) I'll tell you the ones that I just, I can't live without is one is the horse spray. It feels like there's this like little secret going around on my friends going, have you tried the horse spray yet? It's the only thing that works to keep the bugs off. You know, so that's for sure on the top of the list. And then the other one I wanted to mention was the uh, conditioner. And I'm not like a super fluff, fluff and buff my horses person, but I tried the conditioner and then I, I read the instructions and it says, you know, put it on the whole body. I'm like, what? I've never put conditioner on my horse's whole body. But I did, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so nice. And then on their manes and tails, you don't need that plasticky detangler stuff that makes your horse feel like it's, you know, coated in, in some silicone plastic stuff. Yeah, exactly. So this, it just, the conditioner, I mean, the conditioner of the horse spray just leaves it so, I don't know, yummy and lush and healthy feeling. So the the conditioner and the horse spray are like, I can't live without those, and I I use everything else, so I could just go down the line. But oh, the skin lotion in Florida, Florida with horse skin stuff—that's um, another one I can't live without. Yeah, we have all every skin itchy, disease that you can think of. Yeah, we have them all. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was the learning curve when I came from New York to Florida. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. the skin, the skin falls off. <laughs> That's right. In every place, every spot. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Karen. I appreciate it. It's dressagenaturally.net, and of course, it's equiderma.com for all the equiderma products that you'll you'll find them all over there, and of course, at most of your retailers, you're going to find them as well. Uh, but we appreciate you stopping by. Don't forget it is the transform your business uh virtual event it's february 16th and 17th uh you can find it by going to dressagenaturally.net slash professionals thanks karen thank you so much nice to talk to you and we want to thank equiderma of course for bringing us uh guests like they do a couple times a month we really appreciate that they're always interesting and always a lot of fun Are you looking for an affordable saddle in 2021, one that will last a lifetime? Then consider one of the many styles of Wintech saddles, like Jamie uses and like Jennifer uses. Hmm. Wintech has always made riding easy and comfortable. They combine world-leading innovations and high-tech materials and lightweight, weatherproof, and easy-care saddles. With the Wintech Easy Change Gullet System, this saddle will fit almost any horse. A saddle so light, tacking up is simply a breeze, and cleaning up is a matter of running the hose over it. Dressage, jump all-purpose, and many more. Check out all the styles at wintechsaddles.us. And under See, this, now, yeah, I gotta say, I gotta say real quick. Um, so, you know, the Wintech saddle I have is about a hundred years old, and and it's the starter saddle. It's, I like it because it's got a material that you stick to, and it can, you know, I mean, I beat the heck out of this thing, and it just keeps going. And there, there's a place where when Chad lived in Korea, there's a guy who like makes clothes. He's like, he's a tailor. And so he'd make all the fighter pilots, like cool, funny, you know, outfits. If they had a costume party or you just make like really nice coats and, and inside, if you opened up like the inside of Chad's jacket, the, the little tag says the, the guy's Korean name and it says, look too good. Last 
too long. <laughs> and I always think of that Wintech, when we talk about Wintech saddles, I'm like, look too good, last too long. <laughs> because this thing keeps going. I mean, I'd buy a new one if I if something happened to it, but I just can't seem to buy a dang new one because it just lasts forever. So that was my little point. Um, but yeah, underneath my Wintech saddle. I use an Eco Gold saddle pad. Eco Gold saddle pads are engineered to keep the horse's back comfortable while keeping the saddle in place for a safe, competitive ride. They have impact protection through the seat and ultra thin flaps, providing the rider with better communication and more stable riding position. Available in both English and Western styles, shop the entire collection at ecogold.ca. Put an end to buying 40,000 saddle pads in your saddle pad collection because you don't need them anymore. You just get one of these. And you know, it's totally worth it. Totally worth it. I love mine. And before we get to our next the guest, uh, who's gonna, who's a uh, one of our auditors, who's also an entrepreneur now, uh, we're going to talk to her about that process. I feel like we're going to Shark Tank, and you know, we're, <laughs> <laughs> only we don't have any money to give her. That's I was going to say, yeah, that's what the reminds you of Shark Tank? Yeah, because she's coming to us and talk to us about her product, and you know, she's one of our listeners for a long time, and all of that. But yeah, we don't have any money to give her. Sorry, no millionaires here. But uh, I got to answer this question because I've gotten a couple of people ask me now uh, because they're looking at getting these for horse shows. And I have had a couple of people ask me what electric bike I have. We're seeing a lot more of those. Matter of fact, when we were over at the World Equestrian Center last weekend, we saw a lot of electric bikes running around. There's about a million kinds of electric bikes out there now. There's literally a hundred of them, the brands of electric bikes. The kind I have is kind of the middle of the road. It's not the Walmart it's not Walmart quality. It's not the high end. It's it's a rad R A D, and you can look them up. A rad electric bikes. Uh, they're they're more affordable than the really expensive ones, and uh, a little more expensive than the Walmart ones. So you're looking in the fifteen to sixteen hundred dollar range. But they have about six or eight different varieties of electric bikes, even folding ones that fold up into this convenient carry uh, situation where you could put it in the back of a car. Uh, and then the ones I got, I got the the Rad Runners, which are have the big fat tires. They have the four inch tires. They can go in sand, uh, so on the beach or whatever. So I got the ones that are made for off roading. So you have a you have city ones too. They make ones for cities. Uh, there they'll go about a couple of questions I got that I can answer. If you didn't pedal at all, you would you could go about twenty miles on it. If you're pedaling like a bike, like you're supposed to with these, and it's just assisting you, then you can go between thirty and forty miles before the battery's dead. Um, I, I've been able to get about forty, but that's pedaling a, a lot. And they have a they have seven regular gears like a regular bike would, and then they have five assists. So you can get no assist all the way up to, if you pedal a little bit, you're doing 25 miles an hour. And that's the max. They'll do up to 25 miles an hour. And this is not a paid advertisement. No, this is just, just you yeah, because answering questions. A lot of people are getting them now for horse shows. And I like this idea better than the stinky golf carts and the, uh, and the stinky little motorcycles. Uh, because they're quiet, they're electric, and you don't smell up the place because those little motorcycles running all over horse shows are a pain in the ass. Um, and there's nothing more emasculating than seeing a very tall <laughs> six foot guy yeah. on like a tiny little pit bike. And I'm sorry, you just look ridiculous. Much then they start carrying their saddles underneath it, and then yep. it just looks ridiculous. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. They're little mini bikes. They're about a one foot high, and they're all bent yeah. over, and their knees are in their face. Yeah. So we're <laughs> seeing a lot more. And 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 these rad bikes, you can get the. Um, 
you can get actually baskets for the front, you can get fenders for the back, or you can put uh, all kinds of bags and stuff on them. So you can carry a lot of crap on them too. Uh, but they're about 1500 bucks. So I hope that answers your questions. That's the one I have. I am so pleased to welcome to the show, Emily Benson. Emily is what I love, which is a woman who finds a need and solves the problem. So Emily, let's talk a little bit about what you did. What did you do? Um, I created a, I created a really innovative product for women. Um, I'm pretty proud of it too, actually. <laughs> And for women, you created a, a legging for those of us who um, are pregnant, were pregnant, are going to be pregnant. And I got to tell you, I'm a little pissed you're a little late because uh, a couple years ago, I sure <laughs> could have used it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a little bit of backstory. Um, nearly three years ago, I had my daughter and she was uh, what you call a vaginal birth after a cesarean. So she was a VDAC. Um and when I got home from the hospital with her, the experience of having that type of birth was different than what I had, had had with my son. And I just felt like everything that I wore. So for those men out there that don't know or that don't remember. Just uh, go ahead you, and close your ears. La, okay. la, 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 Carry on. <laughs> go ahead, Emily. <laughs> Um, they normally give you uh, these hospital-issued um mesh underwear that are kind of like boy short underwear almost. Uh, but either that or they recommend that you pick up something disposable like Depends and uh, and use those for eight weeks or so while you're healing and, and everything kind of, your body's kind of cleaning itself out after having been pregnant. And because I had a rough delivery, um, I felt like the, because I was wearing both, I was wearing both the pad and the mesh underwear and Depends. Uh, neither one of those things felt very good for me. And then I also wanted to be a little bit back to my normal life. So I would wear the Depends and a pad and then the leggings and it just wasn't working out. And so I actually took a pair of my own underwear and sewed a pair of, um, sewed a piece of my underwear into a pair of my own leggings. And I ended up wearing those the entire time I recovered. And then uh, kind of fast forward a little bit long, or a little bit, I looked it up and look to see if there was anything out there like it. And there wasn't. And I thought, okay, this has to be an option for women. There is just, it's crazy. The difference in um, innovation when it comes to women's health and, and pregnancy and postpartum, I think the ball is rolling a little bit uh, in a positive way for women getting uh, physical therapy and things like that. After having a baby uh, times are changing, but it definitely um, that whole realm lacks uh, movement forward and, and innovation. So. I mean, if we can get technology in our riding clothes, we can, and, 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 and that's something a very small segment of the population actually does, but yet everybody came out as somebody else. At some point, everybody, you go to a stadium, you look out and the full stadium pre COVID everybody came out as somebody. <laughs> so there's, this is a, Great this point. is a big problem that has, has gone on for a long time. And the way that they kind of, well, first of all, they send you out with a baby that you have no idea what to do with. And then they're like, Hey, don't bleed to death, uh, while you're doing this. And, and then like, here's these ginormous, like you're, you know, 95 years old and you're walking out of there with like, you know, incontinence problems. So like, it's horrifying what happens post baby. 
for those men that are listening, yes, this happens. For those women that are listening that haven't had children, yes, this happens. And that have, we're all like, yeah, girl, this sucks. So thank you for solving a problem. What, what did you have to do to get this whole thing kind of moving forward? Well, we went through the patent process, which is probably the thing that took the longest. Uh, and we're still actually in that process. So right now we have our patent pending and we should hear back about the utility patent in the next, um, probably six months from now. So that was, that took a long time. Um, and then actually the manufacturing took a long time. It was very difficult to find somebody that would work with us as beginners, uh, and would do small batch, uh, manufacturing. And so we actually ended up manufacturing in two places. We um, are working with a company in Singapore that uh, will start manufacturing uh, actually at the end of next month. And then um, we work with a company in Portland, Oregon to make a small run with them so that we can launch the product uh, sometime. But it was, I mean, it was very difficult to find somebody that would work with us. And then we actually did work with somebody in California and they totally, they took totally advantage of us. I mean, we just spent so much money with them because we didn't know any different. And that's, you know, it is what it is. I think in every industry you have those uh, growing pains, mm-hmm. and definitely in beginning any kind of business venture, you have a lot of growing pains and a lot of expenses that you look back on and you think, oh, I wouldn't have done that again. But mm-hmm. of course, you don't know what you don't know. So, uh, yeah, it's taken us almost three years to. Uh, actually get this whole thing off the ground and then um, and trying to do as much of it as we can ourselves, I think slows things down, but it saves you money in the end. So it's, um, it, I mean, we just have put a ton of money towards the actual manufacturing and the, and the patent attorneys, which um, I think everybody knows that no matter what type of attorney it is, it's expensive. So. So are you, are you surprised at how difficult it was to launch a product I am. Yeah. It's well, I knew, I knew from the beginning that when I couldn't find anything out there that was like it, I thought, well, this is going to be tricky because, um, when you try to introduce something that isn't, isn't made, so nobody has any familiarity with it at all. It's going to be interesting to try to see if people can wrap their head around it. And that actually has been the case. So I, I recently took some more pictures of the actual, um, leggings, unit, um, which I guess I should probably go back to. So the leggings themselves just look like regular leggings on the outside, uh, will have maternity and and then non-maternity, but on the inside is a hammock like piece. It's actually kind of shaped like an hourglass and it's about seven and a half, eight and a half inches long, depending on the size of on the pants. And then about three inches wide. And it just suspends between the front seam that's kind of located near your um, hip or pubic bones, like a normal pair of leggings. Mm-hmm. And then the back is actually attached through a special gusset that we made or that we designed. Um, and so it suspends in between the front and the back, basically, as like I, I use the word hammock because I think that's the easiest way to describe it. And then your your pad sits on the top of that and wraps around it. Basically, like if you have a pad that has wings or something like that, you can wrap the, the wings around it. And then it sits really close to your body because with leggings, of course, you can pull them up really high mm-hmm. and make sure they're snug on, on your waist. Um, so going back to your question, that design has been very difficult to describe to people because mm. it's not something that is familiar. 
Mm-hmm. So launching it has been more difficult because of just trying to introduce people to something that they've never been exposed to. And then of course, 2020 happened and we were supposed to manufacture eight months ago and then everything got shut down and we were dealing with overseas staff and, and they had a really long shutdown also. And it just pushed everything back. So when we wanted to launch was the uh, Thanksgiving Christmas kind of market. And then it got pushed back and now we're launching in January following a super tumultuous year. And you just can't control the things you can't control. So right. <laughs> we're just dealing with it, rolling with it. Well, it sounds like you've got a great attitude about it. You've, you've, you've found the need, you've solved a problem. People can go see this at maybabes.com, M-A-Y-B-A-B-E-S.com and learn more about your, I love it, her story. Your, hist- your history, but her story, and uh, see a little bit about you and, and see the products and uh, shop and buy them. So I'm assuming there's more coming soon because the non-maternity leggings, it says, are sold out. Yes, there's more coming soon. And um, yeah, we're kind of doing a little bit of design work for maybe breaches in the future. So oh, yes, <laughs> because I'll tell you what, even, you know, like... There are certain things that women that have had children can't do anymore, which is um, jumping on a trampoline. Just, it doesn't happen. But it sounds like with these maternity leggings, I could jump on a trampoline again. And sometimes riding horses sometimes causes some of those problems. Landing after a big jump, like you just pee a little. You sneeze too hard. You pee a little. I'm sorry, Glenn. It does go away. Um, So it sounds like this would solve all those problems as well. So please keep us posted on all of the future products that you are coming up with and inventing and and the riding pants and all the things. I'm so excited for you and I'm so proud and congratulations on your launch. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys having me on. And I want to say to the point where you were just talking about, we need to normalize conversations around women's health. Uh, and I think that that's something that, um, it's really important to continue talking about. And look how progressive I am. I invited her. You are progressive and (laughs) I I literally have zero boundaries. I I can't thank you enough. You are like, you are just the kindest man. Thank you so much. You're welcome. (laughs) I've never been in through this and neither has my wife, but I know that I've heard Janie bitch about it for 10 years. So I figured it was important. I make it a conversation, Emily. Anybody who will listen, I'll tell them. No, but that's what makes, Jamie, that's what makes you special is that you don't hold back from telling people the things that a million other women have thought, but are too, I don't know what the word would be, but they they just don't want to say it. But that's the only reason, that's the only way we can get conversations going is if somebody is honest enough and brave enough to just say, hey, this is the way it is. And let's move forward. So, plus you've supported us. You're an auditor. You've supported us for a lot of years, and and uh, we love supporting those that support us too. So, thank you for that, Emily. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's the only reason why I'm on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Emily. And what's the website again? Uh, Maybabes.com, and then you can find us at Maybabes the brand on Instagram. And that's m a y b a b e s dot com. Thanks, Emily. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thanks, girl. Well, there you go. You handled that like I a trooper, li- like you know what you were talking about. I, I did. You know what's funny is I was pregnant and I was terrified and I was getting close to the end. And I did. I went to a baseball game. I went to Arizona Diamondbacks for playing the Atlanta Braves. And I'm sitting there in the stadium and I'm, I just I looked around and I was like, 
oh, I can do this. Every single one of these people came out as somebody else. Yeah. So you know what? It's not like I'm reinventing the wheel. It's like when you go to the hospital and they're like, oh, what's your birth plan? And I'm like, you, you're my birth plan because you do this all the time and I've never done it. So I'm going to listen to you. And they're like, we love you. <laughs> but apparently but I was going to get my gallbladder out. The doctor said, I do 10 of these a week. I do 200 a year. You know, so, yeah, yeah, it's like, and, yeah. Then I'm just gonna let let you have it. Yeah. Okay. That's, Thanks. <laughs> All right. Let's do some really bad ads. That's something we do every week. And um, we've got prizes, and they're good. Yeah, not they're they're not good. They're great. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is time for some really bad ads. That time of the week when listeners submit ads from Facebook or Craigslist or someplace like that. We just have a little bit of fun with them. And everybody that submits an ad over the month will get put uh, their name on a list. And we pick some winners at the end of the month from that list. If you submit your own ad, you record it yourself, we hear your voice, then you get double the entries. And we're giving away over $500 in prizes, starting with... All right, we got the Wolfwear Smart Tendon Boot worth $105, designed to offer flexible protection for the tendon. They are ventilated and flexible, breathable, and have fetlock location technology for secure fit and increased ventilation. I swear it sounds like Tony Stark is inventing all the products we give away. <laughs> Suitable for show jumping, dressage, and general schooling right up to top-level competition. And all of these products are provided by Horselovers.com. Go to Horselovers.com for the deal of the day. They have one every single day. And today's deal of the day is 50% off O'Brien uh, products. You can find the O'Brien's clearance deals up to 58% off. Today, go check those out. Uh, the second prize that we're giving out is Da Vinci Bridal and Reigns. The winner can select from uh, Horselovers.com stock up to $100 value. DaVinci Tack combines classical design, quality, and style. DaVinci Bridal Stirrups, Martingale Stirrup Leathers, and Stirrups are made of high-quality leather and stainless steel, perfect for every English equestrian. DaVinci Tack will set you above the competition with raised and flat leather designs, anti-slip technology, and stainless steel hooks. And you get to pick which one you want. And the last one is the Weather Beta Green Tech Turnout worth $279. The Weather Beta Green Tech 900D Detagenec Medium has been created using recycled plastics for the outer and the lining, meaning each rug saves over 340 plastic bottles from going into the ocean or landfill. And the way that they have made it uses far less uh, energy, 50% less energy. So featuring a waterproof and breathable 900 denier PCR outer, a strong 150 denier diamond weave lining PCR fabric, and detach a neck style for versatility and traditional side gusset for natural movement. The quick clip front closure offers maximum adjustability with twin low cross or singles, a large tail flap for protection and removable adjustable leg straps. Y'all, this thing is cool. I mean, 
It is awesome. And thanks again to horselovers.com for this year providing products or products for our prizes again. They've been doing it for a couple of years and we really appreciate them. Now we don't have time to get to all the ads. So Jamie, can you tell us who also submitted ads and uh, that didn't quite make it to the list today? Katie, Alexandra, Adrian, Roxana, Kayla, Brenda, Kelly, Sarah, and Linda, all of y'all are entered into the prizes. So even though we didn't have time to get to them today, you're still on the list for the prize. So that's it. Even if you send them, you get counted. But the first one comes from Lorene, who we love her, and she gets double the entries because of this. Hi, good morning. It's Lorene Barden. I'm going to read a really bad ad. Now, this is not a horse ad. This is a haunted ad. Hmm. And I know the subject of whether or not ghosts exist have been discussed on the show before. I do. Yeah. So I they thought don't. you might they enjoy do. this. So this one's for all, all the haunted people. And the ad is labeled Haunted Cloth Works Picture. One hundred dollars, and um, it's a cloth in a frame, and on the cloth is a picture of four young um, baseball players, like young children. And the ad reads: "I took the framed cloth works picture with some others for a display in a business location. We hung the ghost cloth work picture on the wall behind an office desk." Three days later, people from the office called and asked me to come pick up the ghost cloth works picture. Every morning, they claimed, the cloth works picture was crooked. They would straighten it, and the next morning it would be crooked again. Also, appointments were inexplicably messed up and papers went missing. <laughs> they were actually afraid of it. I took the cloth works picture back. We wondered if this ghostly goings-on would stop. But they didn't. Oddly, the roof on the garage of our ARE, our new home, had a leak when it rained. The roofers came out three times to repair it. And although they worked on it, they said they could not find the cause of the leak. It didn't make any sense. Nothing they did stopped the darn leak. Finally, we moved the painting from the garage and the garage roof never leaked again. It is now in my storage <laughs> unit and I want it gone. The cloth works picture is so expensive because I want you to know what you are getting yourself into. Thanks for reading. Cash only. Please note, all sales final. That's it. That's the ad. So if you want a haunted house, just go pick this up. Thanks for listening. Bye. I wonder how much it was. Yeah, that's and, what and I want to know. Here's the problem uh, with it is that, you know, the appointments were missing uh, and the picture kept turning uh, like sideways because you have terrible employees that are not getting the work done and didn't hang it correctly. So that solves that problem. The leak in the other room was clearly Jesus crying. I mean, <laughs> what else could it be? <laughs> like, you know, I mean, go on. No, I for real, like there's, there's, uh, okay. So you even terrible if you roofers. don't believe in ghosts, right? Are you going to take your chance and buy this for whatever expensive amount they put on it? You know what's amazing is there's people that like love that kind of stuff That's true. and would yeah. buy it. There's yeah. a show, many shows about ghost hunting. I know. And they're all, they never find anything. <laughs> the ones wait, I wait, watch. Wait, wait, listen, listen. Shh. Oh my God. Did you hear that? 
Oh, that was amazing. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they never seem to find anything. Re, uh, next one was sent in by Faye. Rehoming horses. Oh, this is on a Facebook page, I guess, that's called Rehoming Horses 800 and Below or Free to Good Home in Georgia Facebook page. You better Could be they Georgia. make it any longer? I have a black 10 to 12-year-old TWH mare for $800. She is green due to being staved. Staved. Uh, she has she has a sweetheart, and once she trusts you, I believe she will do anything for you. She was previously registered and was an ex-show horse. Does that mean she's not registered? Aren't you registered and you're registered? I don't think there's previously registered and then you're not registered anymore. We ain't got the papers because, <laughs> see, what happened was she was staved to she was death. Staved and, to death. Um, yeah. You think that's supposed I mean, to be starved or something else in Georgia terms? I think it's starved. Okay. That sounds pretty Georgia. <laughs> um, Kimberly sent the next one in. Hay for sale, small bales, Schmidt Farms, $8. All stored in a large hay shed. It is high quality hay. We have been in the hay business since the early 60s. This farmer knows what he is doing. $8 per bale, 30 bales per ton. Bring help if you're picking up a bunch. Farm is four miles south of Cheney. Please, no yapping or complaining at the farmer once you reach the farm. <laughs> Price is set. Like, I haven't read this, but I can already tell I they're passive aggressive. I can picture this whole thing. <laughs> just aggressive. Call for details and meeting time. Cash only. This means you cannot get your truck loaded with hay or straw and suddenly remember you forgot to hit the ATM and then try to force the farmer to accept your check. There are at least six ATM machines in Cheney. We appreciate your courtesy in this matter. We'll consider in lieu of cash, fine whiskey of equal value. <laughs> he also likes cookies. Call between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. No calls after 8 p.m. I get real cranky. You don't want to <laughs> deal with a bona fide grumpy farmer that needs his sleep. Please leave a clear message if we don't answer. We will return your call. If you leave an unintelligible message or one that rambles on for more than 30 seconds, we will delete it and you'll have to try again. Mr. Schmidt is the name. Hey, is the game. Mr. Schmidt is so sick of people's crap. <laughs> he is so oh my, sick Mr. of Mr. Schmidt people. is, you, you can just so, tell he's a 70-year-old farmer. He yep. don't give a DJ. He's been doing this for 50 years, and he has seen it all. He has seen every horse person come out and try and rake him over the coals. He is done with that crap. Done. <laughs> he doesn't want to see your crap anymore. I'll make cookies and bring some whiskey for hay. No, it has to be fine whiskeys of equal value, though. <laughs> it can't be your crappy whiskey that you drink. You could pour crappy whiskey into a fine whiskey bottle. Sure, sure. <laughs> you can reseal it carefully. Caitlin sent this one in. Horse training questions answered, asked, and suggestions Facebook. There's a Facebook page for everything. Everything. Uh, can you imagine what this Facebook page is like? Its name is Horse Training Questions Answered, Asked, and Suggestions. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's just I inviting the nut jobs. Right immediately there. <laughs> so I can get segments for our show. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah, that page would be great. So the ad or whatever reads, So I have a showman saddle that I was told by, Hey, fits I can fit four fingers into the tree of the saddle, but when I get into the saddle, I can't fit no finger in there, and I can't seem to find the saddle to fit her anywhere guys got that okay it almost sounds dirty i could read it a different way it would sound really dirty um okay but hold on i was saying saddle i was told by hey 
fits I can fit four fingers into the tree instead of the other side. I can't fit no finger in there. Um, let me suggest, um, because you are looking for suggestions that you go a little higher up and you go to ecogold.ca <laughs> and try to find a pad to help your saddle fit or go to Wintech, yeah, that, there you uh, go. their website and get yourself a new saddle because yeah. what you're wearing. And you can wearing, change a gullet and it'll fit it perfectly. And you can fit your fingers in there if you want to. I don't know. If, if you want to, why would yeah. you? Yeah. Um, the next one comes from Laura, and this is a 1958 <laughs> custom-built horse trailer. Oh, my God, they want $2,500. Well, it is in California, Petaluma. So, yeah. It's, it, it's still garbage. <laughs> like It's a single rounded front horse trailer with, like, hammered tin as the but front. it's silver. It looks like a spaceship. It does, except for the walls, if you notice, are still plywood. Yes, yeah. Well, the and front's it, tin. The, it appears that the tin that is spaceshipy is on a very old metal axle and doesn't really look attached. It like, doesn't. It doesn't look I like the top's like attached to the bottom. <laughs> you start driving, the top is going to stay where it is, and the bottom's going to come right along. <laughs> Your horse will be stuck in the top on the ground. Uh, it's a, But it says, this is the ad, it's really cool looking. 1958 custom horse trailer built extra tall, large horses, toes fine, needs new floor and restoration. Oh, so the bottom would come off because it doesn't even have a floor. For $2,500. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? In California. That's the day two idiots met. Yeah. One day somebody <laughs> asked it and somebody paid for it. Every, but things are more expensive there. Carrie sent this one in. It's horses in Milton. It's a bay for your... By the way, it's a scruffy looking horse. Wow. That is a yearling. Yeah, but the yearling looks like it's had its halter on way too long and it actually has a dent in its face. A bay four-year-old gelding, $1,000 green, 15 hands. A black four-year-old gelding, but they, this doesn't say yearling. This says four years this old. A, this is not the, I mean, this is terrible. It's a bad ad. I mean, why are we trying to explain it away, Carrie? You sent it. It's a bad ad. And then there's a buckskin mare, five years old, and it's $3,500 because it was broke out west. <gasps> Look how tall it is. 14.8 hands. <laughs> And then what? there's a bay gelding registered quarter horse, $5,000 for 15 hands. And all of this says a shady dealer. So keep, be aware when you go to pick up this yearling, that's clearly a yearling and not a four-year-old unless it was starved to death. And maybe a four-year-old, it doesn't look like the halter's been off in about four years. I want it. I know. I knew you I would. I knew you would say that. You want to rescue it because it's I want so them sad. all. No soul. You can't have a soul when you're reading. Well, really I don't bad know where Milton content. is, but I, I was trained out west, so it's got to be perfect. You know, I guess being broke out west is better than being broke out east. What is the broke out west even mean? I don't even understand oh. that. So Milton must be somewhere out east. All right. Well, you know what? Amy sent us this one, and bless her heart, she lives in Kentucky, so she just went ahead and found something in Central Central Kentucky Horses and Tech for sale. My God, there's a Facebook page for everything. And here's what we're going to do when we live in Kentucky. You know what? We're going to use a lot of uh, exclamation points at the beginning of our ad, and we're going to put one, two, three, four, five exclamation points. And here's the title. Five exclamation points. Broke, 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 spotted saddle gelding. And then we all add three more exclamation points. 
Um, and here's the ad, and this is again off Facebook Central Kentucky horses and tack for sale up for discussion. Before you continue, He's, I just wanted to point out that in Central Kentucky, punctuation is very scarce and limited. Well, that's they put it all up front there, Glenn, because they ain't a lick of it in the rest of the ad. <laughs> they couldn't find the rest of it. It's very hard to find in Central Kentucky punctuation. It is. They ain't got those keys on the keyboard. Up for discussion. He's a family horse, 12 years old, spotted, gelding, broke, broke in every way, saddle, hoss, ride for about 12 to 14 MPH. Stand there all day for you to mount. If he could drive nails, he'd show himself. Has no bad habits at all. He's always in your pocket kind of horse on me. For more info, what the hell did I just read? I don't know if he could drive nails. What does that mean? He'd show if he could drive nails, he'd show himself, and he'd show himself has no bad habits. Um, I have what no is, idea what that means. <laughs> uh, family horse, twelve years spotted going broke, broken every way. Saddle hoss ride about twelve to fourteen miles per hour. What? I am so confused. I don't understand. He's actually this, a but pretty horse, why. though. I gotta say that he is a cute horse. They did tack him up and bathe him and put him in some green grass. Yeah, so he's a nice good. mane. Uh, Rebecca sent this one in. Uh, one BAMF right here. B-A-M-F. What is a BAMF? I don't know what a BAMF is. I feel like we're so out of touch today. I feel like we really don't know the lingo or anything that's going on okay, in the world I'm Googling, today. I Googled BAMF and right. it's giving me a meaning. BAMF is, oh, I can't say that on the air. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, one BAMF is right here and you can buy it. Great with kiddos to lead movie. and brush. Hold on. Hold on. Do you remember the movie with um, Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta? And it was the Quentin Tarantino movie. And um, oh, with I know which one you're talking about. I did not see it. Oh, my God. How have you not seen that? Anyway, his wallet said B-A-M-F. And he was like, which wallet is yours? And he's like, the one that says. What's that have to do with. Let me read the ad. Maybe it means something else. Let's let's hope. Um, So. It starts with great with kiddos to lead and brush. Ground drives, hooked to a cart once, been sat on, not broke. Large personality and a large belly. Oh, large personality. You know what that means, right? UTD, young and full of life, ready for a job. Harry, period. It's just as Harry, period. Could pass as a unicorn or a therapy dog. I don't know what they're buying. I guess a horse or a pony or something. It's Pulp Fiction, by the way. Ah, Pulp Fiction. Okay, gotcha. I don't um, think BAMF is used in the right term, right way here. <laughs> well, I just, I wouldn't like call my kid horse a badass yeah. BAMF. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, either. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Uh, and he's not a kid yeah. horse. He hasn't been broke. and he, But he has a large personality, which means he's one bad BAMF. Right there. He's wild. Yep. Yeah. Young and full of life. You can't call that a kid's horse. I just got a message from somebody who wants to send me, they, they bought a kid's horse. They, they want to get something older. So they got a 10 year old off the track that was supposed to be broke, broke, broke. And uh, yeah, he's like trying to kill them. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, you, just because it says kid's horse, y'all don't listen to that. Yeah, and don't, don't believe it. That. Um, but this one came from Joanne, our auditor, Joanne in California. And, uh, <laughs> Oh, dear God. And this is from some Facebook page. And, and the, the Facebook page says, I'm looking for a broke horse under $540. Oh, God. <laughs> and look at the picture. Somebody says, somebody commented under the post. I'll take $350 for this one. It's broken, as you can see. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, 
What is what it's is a that? hobby horse? One of those hobby horses that you is on a spring. You put a kid on and yeah. it runs back and forth. <laughs> but it's, and it's headless. It's headless. It's, it looks even decapitated. <laughs> its face is broken. That's so funny. I'm looking for a bro- who looks for a broke horse under five hundred and forty dollars. Why five forty and not five or six or? I mean, that's very that's specific. A- that's what this paycheck is this week. Five hundred forty dollars, and that's big. <laughs> that's- Anna sent the last one. Let's listen to Anna. Hi, Jamie and Glenn. This is Anna Anna. in St. Louis, Missouri. I have a really bad ad for you. Okay, here we go. I have a registered Appaloosa mare for sale. I'm listing her on here because she'll make a really good trail horse. She came from a highly reputable breeder slash showman in Iowa. She's four or five. Not sure I'd have to look at her papers. She was trained several years ago and, and been ridden, but not as she should. She has been in with eight other horses, so she's buddy sour. She really needs to be isolated or stalled for a month to break the bond. She's a solid bay color with just a snip of white on her forehead. She rides good and crosses what you point her at. I need to make changes in my life because I have too many horses. Not sure how the formula works, but she's a foundation horse. I don't need to sell her because I can't afford her. I can afford all my horses. (laughs) I would really like to get down to three or four and prefer gated horses. Best offer over 15, which is considerably less than I have in her. But a good home with the ability to care for her is a must. She doesn't have any kind of blanket that's just dried mud on her hip. (laughs) And what we get after that is two photos of a horse that if if she's five, I'll eat my boot. She's very, very small and pretty butt high. And then we've got a photo of her ears with some horse butts in the middle distance. And finally, a photo of a tree with more horse butts. (laughs) Oh my god. I hope she finds a nice home. She looks sweet. Thank you. From what you could see. Why if you're writing an ad, would you number one not at least brush the horse? Yeah, number anyway. two, not look at the papers and see actually how old it is. I know. That was a bad ad. That is a uh, bad ad right there. You know what? There's usually a theme that goes through all of the ads for the day. And the theme today is just they were all really bad. Yeah, really bad. And <laughs> just, the word broke was used a lot today. Broke, 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 broke today. Well, thank you, everybody, for submitting them. We really appreciate it. All of you are entered in for the horselovers.com prizes, over $500 worth for this month. You get your ads into Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com before next week so you too can be eligible. And just find them, send them into Jennifer by email, jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. That's how you can be assured. You can record them on your phone. Every phone has some kind of recorder, or you can go to horsesinthemorning.com. And on the right hand side of the page, you'll see a little voicemail button. Do this on your phone. Go to our website. You'll see a voicemail button. Hit the voicemail button. Hit the record button and start talking. And it automatically comes to us that way. And it, uh, that's what they did. That's why it sounded so clear. So you can use that as well. And Jamie has to go to a vet. Or the vet's coming to you. The vet's coming to me. But okay. I do want to tell you real quick on the post show a little bit about my new favorite show. Okay. I saw you post about that last night. Uh, I hadn't heard of it because I don't have Apple TV. So that's why I don't think I'd heard of it. All right, everybody. Thanks. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you all on Monday. Spay, neuter, and geld. 